You know, Kayla, Octoman's theme still really slaps. Like, honestly. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, have you ever heard it? No. <laughs> I should play, I'll play it for you. Because X-Hero GX was, like, actually pretty good. And it, hey! Wait, whoa! Oh, shit! No! Wait, are you, did you, um, are you entering, are you entering the show right now? Um. Is that what you're trying to do? No, we. Because we, I heard the music that just played and that was not UCA music. That was the goddamn creepy cooking staff intro. And you know it. That means I'm the host. Um, Kayla, back me. Back the fuck Bold away. Me? Back the fuck away, okay. David. No, no, hold on. Listen. You sit down. Okay. Ah! Sit down. Sit, sit. Okay, we're sitting, <laughs> we're sitting, jeez. You sit Just... down, and you be my co-host. Oh, okay, but... Uh... Kayla. Oh, hi. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great, how are you doing? Good, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I just you just gotta let him do his thing and then... hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to creepy cooking staff the show where we take the ingredients you give us and we try to make something palatable out of it how palatable is it palatable it, it, it might be I, I i mean it's pollutable pollutable we try to make something <laughs> pollutable out of it <laughs> i am your host alan cheney uh i'm your co-host David King. That's right, that's who you are. <laughs> and also joining us on this episode is, is, is Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Hi. I'm here because uh, we're discussing goosebumps. <laughs> and that was my jam when I was a kid. Also, we got together. I thought and- I thought we were gonna I thought we were gonna discuss uh, I thought we were going to talk it was, about it. Was, it was your jam? Was was it your jelly jam? Oh! <laughs> Go, okay. I was all prepared to talk about the good news. Listener, beware. You're in for a scare. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, can future David put in uh, a little quick uh, thing of the Goosebumps thing? Just like that. Okay, post- okay. Future David will put in whatever is legally acceptable right here, which is probably only the dog barking part. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or, he'll, or he'll just use the audio of me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that was actually a really good dog. <laughs> if Gracie heard it, she would freak out. Um, oh, so, so uh, as as our listeners know, we we use the ingredients that the listeners give us to create something of. Uh, we we choose genre, or in this case, specifically, we're making our own Goosebumps book. Wow. Goosebumps. Uh, well, and uh, just letting you know, guys, uh, because I'm going to advertise the fuck out of this, uh, how this came about was because on Darkly Lit, um, our other podcast, we reviewed um, a Goosebumps book called The Horror at Camp Jelly Jam. Uh, and it was absolutely living up to its name. <laughs> it It's... It's there, there was there was a camp jelly jam. There was a horror there. It, it, the horror was composed of jelly and jam. Yes. Um, and one of the things we came to realize there is a fuck ton of tropes in the Goosebumps uh, novels. I mean, first off, uh, so sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, example. I mean, we could just list examples right now. Like, I can say the first one being usually it's going to involve a kid that's between the ages of eleven and thirteen years old, maybe fourteen. Uh, either the parents are evil or they are very negligent. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, usually every chapter ends in a cliffhanger that is immediately resolved by something uh, non-sinister. And like bats drinking water from a pool. <laughs> <laughs> or as Alan put it, uh, there would be like tropes where uh, there would be moments that you, you, there's a turning point where you think, is this all a dream? Did, or did they all die? Are we in? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, as, as it is referred to on how did this get made, uh, uh, Jacob's Ladder moments. Yeah, Jacob's Ladder moments. Um, I'm tra- other tropes include feeling 90s as fuck. Like, I cannot imagine even... Like, I saw the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black, and you could tell they were trying to keep a 90s vibe, even though it clearly took place in modern day. You know what? By the way, not a bad movie. No, it's actually it was actually a lot of fun to watch. It was really silly, and I had a good time watching it. Um, I am shocked by how tall R.L. Stein is compared to Jack Black. <laughs> um... Uh, also, from what we I have gathered of uh, interviews with R.L. Stein, he seems like a very chill dude, like, from the most part. Um, so, what uh, what did you ask of our audiences for ingredients? I asked our audience to tell us their childhood fears. Oh, that's a good idea. Holy yeah. shit. That's a very good so, way to this up. I was just so, going to ask them, what's a good title? But this is why <laughs> I'm only the co-host. I think... And not I think <clears throat> I think for us to accomplish our mission here, we have to a come up with come up with a basic plot based on one of these childhood fears or multiple of these childhood fears. If we find two that fit together, mm-hmm. we have to b come up with a title for the book. C come up with what would be on the cover of the book because that is important to the Goosebumps book. Mm-hmm. What is on the cover? The picture oh, on the cover sells the book. And yes. D, we have to come up with the silly quote on the cover of the <laughs> Yes. Also, it has to be supernatural. Like, every single Goosebumps book is supernatural. None of this, like, oh, did it actually happen? Did it not? That None of that bullshit. It, it happened. Like, there's no doubt about it. This yeah, is because, because, you know, you look at a title like Monster Blood or <laughs> Werewolf Skin or How I Got My Shrunken Head and, yeah. Or Dracula Scrotum. Oh, <laughs> I read that book. By the way, Monster. I... you read Dracula Scrotum? Yes, I read Dracula Scrotum. Monster, monster blood, or uh, werewolf skin, or uh, vampire scrotum. Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have uh, read How I Got My Shrunken Head. By the way, it's just an adventure novel. There is. Like that is probably the least goosebumps book I have ever read in my life. I'm like, are you, am I sure I'm reading a goosebumps book? Because the whole thing is about this 12 year old kid who goes to um a, somewhere in the jungle to find like some artifact or some shit. And I'm like, when did we become an Indiana Jones story? What the fuck is this book? <laughs> did Arlo Stein get bored? What the hell? <laughs> I'm sick of horror. I want to do Indiana Jones. Uh, I like. I like. Some of my favorite Goosebumps titles are the ones that tell you fucking absolutely nothing about the story. Yeah, like which ones? Uh, the the Beast from the East is one. Um, yeah, that actually tells you nothing. Uh, oh, what about the um, um, the London Tower one? What was uh, uh the uh, terror terror ter- oh tower, night in Terror Tower? Yeah, like what what what's going on there? We know nothing. I, I just thought of one that doesn't tell you anything about it when you when you really think about it. It's Deep Trouble. 
because the deep trouble ones are not about anything uh, supernatural, really. They're about like secret agents doing underwater stuff or science. I don't really remember. I just remember they didn't have a horror, a really a horror element to it. By the way, uh, the it's more of an action adventure. One. Uh, stay, stay out of the basement is pretty vague. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the monsters on Shocker Street or whatever. Sh- Shocker on Shock Shocker Street. on Shock Street. Yeah, we that, talked about that one. Yeah. We did. Again, that's and how it has how it's maybe the worst twist in the entire series. Oh yeah, it's completely baffling. But yeah, that's it had how- a terrible twist. But I loved the lead up to it, which is why the twist sucks so much. Uh, honestly, the title tells you nothing. The picture is like you think, oh, I guess it's about a giant monster, and it's not. It has, it, I think it's just one part of it. Like, it's not even the most important part. It came from beneath the sink. That, yeah, that that tells you nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Calling all creeps, anyway. Um, so, so what, is it fair to say that at the end of this, we have to have the title and the image and the quote be as vague to what as actually happening as possible. <laughs> or should we make it... Sleep? Or should we actually make it really apparent? Or maybe find that comfortable middle ground between the two. Um, well, let's let's go through this list of childhood fears first. I like this slide on. All, All right. right. I'm going to continue to be the... Because because I have uh, broken the, the code, I have to make sure that Gracie doesn't interrupt the podcast. Let's be real here. Gracie is being really, really annoying right now. So I, uh, I'll let the two of you peruse that for the moment while I go try and deal with her. I'll All be right. right back. All right. Alan. Okay. What is uh, what is our list? Well, uh, first suggestion is from the Adrian at the Adrian Sea, which is water deep enough to drown in. Yeah, I I believe that's uh, one of David's fears is uh, being um, like having his head underwater. Like uh, if our David, your fear is being having your head underwater, correct? Yeah, something. Well, it's it's kind of it's my, it's being underwater and seeing something suddenly loom out of the darkness, the dark murky water. And dark murky water freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can understand. That, that, like yeah. that's actually a common fear of people. Uh, at Hubie Storm Mage suggests rooms without windows in the dark. Yeah, in, that's something we could even incorporate without it being like a major part of the story. Absolutely, that that that's creepy in its own right. Like, um, it's, it's more of a, it's, it's kind of like the fear of, um, like enclosed spaces. There's a, uh, why am I blanking on the word? Agoraphobic. Jesus Christ. Um, and as, as well as that, like, it just calls upon a bunch of different fears, like fear of being alone, fear of the dark, fear of, fear of being trapped. I, that's actually a really good. Uh, at Orange Flacity suggests, uh. Remember those Teacher from the Black Lagoon books? Yeah, those. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? Teacher from the Black Lagoon? Oh, oh, like uh, um, uh, vampires don't drink orange juice or whatever the fuck? Uh, mermaids don't run? Is, is that, like the Bailey School kids, is that what he's talking about? Might be. I'm, I'm looking it up. I, yeah, this actually is going over my head right now. I'm, I'm thinking it's Bailey School kids, but it might not be. Oh, oh, I remember these. It's not Bailey School Kids. What are they? Uh, it was it was uh, children. It was it was a series of children's books. But uh, yeah, there was Teacher from the Black Lagoon, the Tim look. Teacher from the Black Lagoon, the Art Teacher from the Black Lagoon, the ask. Substitute Teacher from the Black Lagoon, <laughs> <laughs> the Jim uh, Teacher from the Black Lagoon. I googled it and instantly recognized it. Oh, article. yeah. As soon as I saw the image, I know what this is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I know what this is. I think uh, we probably should avoid that because I don't want like to. Well, I don't... we can include the idea of like your teacher being a monster. Yeah, that. I mean, that works. That's definitely a goosebumpsy feel. Yeah, and there's been a yeah. few that are like that when you think about it. Are we looking at the uh, the things that we reach that uh, were on um, um, Alan's, Twitter or are we... yeah, Alan's I'm the one. At, I'm looking at Twitter right now. Yeah, Alan's the one listing it, so I'll let. Uh, Ask Eli Gardner suggests everyone in the world disappearing. That's a that's a good one actually. That's a that's a very like everybody's gone to the rapture kind of thing. That's a yeah. twi- that's also got a Twilight Zone feel. Where is everybody? The very first episode of the Twilight Zone was that same premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Marky Stardust suggests. Uh, my dad told me eels lived inside pool lights. I'm still weird about them. What? <laughs> that's a good one. Holy, Holy shit! Yeah, that's a real. That, that's I, a really good one. I like I might, that. I might. That might be okay. I'm gonna put a pin in that one. For me, that's a strong contender for what about a, a Goosebumps book because where it has a vague title and a vague allusion to something else, and the dumb twist is oh, it's just eels living in pool lights. Can you put that in our like? Let's put that in our list. I like that. I that's like a really good. Yeah. Uh, one half of winning Blue Olympics team at Dead and Re- Reyes suggested uh, Gray Aliens. <laughs> I, I really mm, wish that, that sounds familiar. S- certain someone would refer to them as Gray Aliens. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Sade. Um, Let's see. There's one that's just a gif of the Nazgul <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. So at Br- <laughs> Bradford X Barber replied, "Bet my wiener would fall off if I kept touching it." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That's yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what was what was the um, you know, my hairiest adventure? It said it's what my weeneriest adventure. <laughs> my weeneriest. <laughs> my, penis-est my, penis-est adventure. <laughs> my penisest adventure. My penisest. My penisest adventure. It's about my penis. Chris Cadena uh, grew up on the top floor of a three flat whose backstairs to the basement had originally been outside before an addition was added to enclose them. This resulted in his bedroom having a big old curtain window that just looked into the basement stairwell. Holy it shit. Terrified him. That's, that is spooky. That's legit spooky. I like that. That's a good image. Uh, at Jenniferific1 suggested ventriloquist dummies and dolls. I think they made that story. Uh, <laughs> I wrote that story. Yes, but yours was uh, an go- But while ghost, bu- ghost Bumps... Ghost bumps. Ghost bumps. Wow. Yes. Goosebumps. Goosebumps definitely did a ventriloquist oh, yeah. story or two. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, when we pre- when you presented this, you didn't give any context, right? It was just name no, a child no. theory. So I, I, no. I, I, I did. Yeah. They didn't. Know, they don't know. So yeah, they didn't know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't giving. I wasn't giving anyone shit. No, that's good. We should. Chris, we'll... Chris Cadena again. Uh, at night, always sure I could hear someone slash something walking up the stairs. I'm convinced that if I ever actually pulled back the curtains, oh, this is a continuation of the basement stairs. Oh, 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 okay. Convinced that if I ever pulled back the curtains, I would see someone, something there, or worse, that they would open the window and crawl in to get me. Oh, oh my god, that's, that's a good one. That's terrifying. That's that has that's what stay out of the basement should have actually been about. Yeah. Instead of mm-hmm. plant scientist dad. Mm-hmm. At rolling B20s, weird one here. Empty malls. I actually um, find empty malls fascinating. I do. Um, I actually just think empty buildings are fascinating to go through. There's like, uh, for some reason, whenever I see an empty building, my first thought is, you know, you could roller skate through here. <laughs> I don't know why. Hey, have you guys ever seen the episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, the Tale of the Pinball Wizard. A long time ago, but I know. Yeah. It. 
that one sticks out to me for being set in an empty mall and a bunch of weird shit just happening while in said empty mall. And I was, I, I liked that one a lot. If um, I can plug an, if I can plug an old episode of the Allen hour, there's an episode we did uh, where we did a commercial for the, our mall that was basically abandoned. Oh, really? Uh, I think it's, I think it's just called the great dirt mall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, go look up the Allen hour. If you haven't yeah. already, you, you everyone go watch the Allen hour. Everyone go, go watch it, go listen to it, go take it into your heart. Let it into your heart like Jesus. Make a little birdhouse in your soul for it. Not Atticus to put Gar- too fine Atticus Garrison, say I'm the only bean in your, bon- bee in your bonnet. Bean? Thank you. Jesus. Bean? Bean. <laughs> you are the only bean in my bonnet. Atticus Garrison suggests clowns. Uh, yeah, I'm with them. I, I mean... Have there been clowns? I mean, I'm sure there's been clowns in Goosebumps books, but I'm not sure if there's ever... Was there ever one that was specifically about scary clowns? Honestly? Was there ever... I don't know if there, I don't know if there was a specifically a scary clown one. I know they had them in, like, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't remember, like, a clown one. That's okay. actually, you know, I have to give, that's a point of, because they had a haunted theme park story with, uh, you know, the Horrorland ones, but never, never, clowns were never Although, involved, were they? remember, what was it, the R.L. The Stein's The Haunted Hour or whatever the fuck Oh, was. yeah. So they had a clown episode that was stupid. Oh, yeah, it was about the kid who on his, like, who, as he hits puberty, starts turning into a clown. yeah. What the fuck was that? That was a weird one. Like, um, he's afraid of clowns, and it turns out he's, like, turning into a clown, and then it's- Because his parents are actually clowns, and it's, like, son. genetic, apparently. Son, when you turn this age, you have to join the circus, because you're going to start developing clownness. This is a, an actual fucking episode, everyone. Uh, hey, if no one- Not a lot of people have heard of this one, but go check out The Haunting Hour. That was- It's actually, like, Goosebumps, but it's, it's like Mike's hard Goosebumps, as opposed to, like- <laughs> There's a couple of good ones. I think the, the doll in that one is creepy as fuck. Oh um, yeah. There's the the one with the jack the jack o' lanterns, and then um, the one with like the mascot. It's kind of unbelievable, but at the same time, oh you're the like, creepy the creepy sports mascot. Yeah. yeah. It, like again, not believable because that like, <laughs> but at the same time, it's still like a oh I don't want that to ever happen to me. Even so I uh, my brain didn't register that you were talking about like Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> for, for like a few moments so while you guys were talking i was just sitting here like mike's hard goosebumps what like tom's fully erect goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes fully uh, hi i'm arnold stein i'm fully erect and ready <laughs> I made an observation. I, not to, you know, we have had some good suggestions here, but um, I made an observation just recently. I, we, because Kayla and I were watching something with R.L. Stein like in it, and I looked, I looked at his demeanor. I'm like, oh my god, he's the character that Joel Hodgson plays, but in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, if, I, if, I, if here, because the thing is, you know, if if R.L. Stein walks out and goes, pancakes. Oh, I blew it. Um, <laughs> That's not acting. That's just R.L. Stein. But you know, Joel does it. It's you know, Joel's playing a character. So, but I, yeah, I, just, I think it's just more his demeanor. He seems like a pretty chill guy. Remember when I'm uh, just saying, I'm just saying, Joel Hodgson is a really good R.L. Stein impersonation. Well, remember <laughs> that music video about Goosebumps, but it's based off the Oh my God, Goosebumps um, uh, meme, and he actually got R.L. Stein to appear at the end and say, um, "I'm R.L. Stein." You give me goose. Girl, you're giving me kiss. Uh, at the end, he says, 
uh, Arlstein actually pops says like, hi, I'm Arlstein, and I do not approve of this music. It's very good. What else do we have? We have uh, at Spooky Spoon suggests one I think we all can agree with. I was afraid that when I flushed the toilet, the toilet monster would rise up and try to pull me in. So I rushed out of the bathroom as quickly as I could every time. That's, you know what? I can believe that. I can believe that. I've, I think I've dealt with stuff with that. I, I was those, that, that person who would like run and take a flying leap into bed so I couldn't get close enough for anything to grab me. So yeah, there were times in my imagination go, dude, a snake is going to swim out and bite my ass. <laughs> oh imagine the like the um the picture of that goosebumps one like it's like there's a toilet and there's a snake coming out and like this evil looking snake that almost looks like a mutant snake coming out of it yeah there's a there's a stephen king short story called uh, the moving finger oh i know what you're talking about mm. yeah that one's about something scary coming out of a toilet it's pretty awful Mm-hmm. At Woonvog, Marquis says it said talking teddy bear with full grown man voice. <laughs> I w- isn't that just Teddy Ruxpin? Isn't that uh, Ted? It is Ted actually. It's basically <laughs> yeah. Ted. It's basically Ted. I mean it's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's not. That's that's a that's a decent one. I'm still looking at the different we had a few on Discord too. Uh, I'm open I got Discord open right now. Yeah. Okay. Right now, my, um, my favorite is the eels in the pool lights. That's yeah, really... that's my favorite so far. Although I will, we can will... absolutely though combine eels in the pool lights with them coming out of the toilet. Oh my god! Eels, eels up oh. inside you, find an entrance where they can. That's not so. Are, are 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 we settling? Well, let's I, see. I'll read, I'll read the I'll read the rest of them. But so far, I think we've settled on monster eels. Uh, that's a pretty, yeah, I'd say monster eels, although admittedly, I have to say, I think, uh, Chris Godina's story about the, the window that, the curtained window that look, looks out onto a basement stairwell is a legit spooky image, and I would want to, I, I would fully encourage writing something about that in a more serious sense. No, it, the, as yeah, a scary it's story. It's a little too serious for Goosebumps one, or a little too scary for Goosebumps one, so. That's more like, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Uh, plus a cuss suggests uh, there was a plane hanging from the ceiling in a museum my mom worked at that I always was terrified was going to fall on me. The falling plane. I actually uh, had that kind of fear too whenever I rode on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean like with the um, the barrels. Oh, like when you go through that that part with the where it looks like the like the roof above you is all collapsed? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, uh, it's near the very end where they're like, yo-ho, and they're junk. Oh, yeah, the, and, the ones that are, like, on the rope. And yeah. already you, the, it's tempting you. But, like, I realized um, probably when I was, like, 12 or 13, like, whoa, that's really close to our heads. Like, a, like, a little too close for comfort. So there was always that little worry that, like, it could have fallen at any moment. Clunk. Yeah. Clunk. Small wood, Small iron bucket hits you on the head, kills you like that guy in Carrie. Uh, Bringer of Lighters suggests uh, the dark basement and water in his face. That's like a combination of fears that I could, but for me, swimming in murky water, having water in my face, already not comfortable. Doing it in a basement? I missed your basement. (laughs) (laughs) No! Your fucking hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, giant squids. Eels from from Dan. 
Dan. Oh, uh, Urkelbot? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's legit scary. Uh, Giant squid. Okay, to be to be fair, when the scariest thing on um I, I think I've people keep talking about like sub mechanophobia recently, and I realize I, that might be something I low key have because it's coupled with my fear of deep water. Because you know what scared me was the giant squid in the submarine ride at Disneyland. Not not like a lot of other things, just that seeing that giant squid off in the distance. It wasn't like the one at Florida where it's like actually got tentacles reaching up around your submarine. It's just off fighting a whale, but it still freaks me out. It still freaked me out. Yeesh. Huh. That's, that's just a fun, fun fact. Uh, spooked, by a, spooked by that as a, as a child. The submarine ride, fresh batch of horse. But none of it, none of it is as scary as the, the goddamn anglerfish that's there now in Finding Nemo. Like, that's going to night- traumatize children. It already traumatizes me. Like, uh, I see a screenshot of that thing with all those teeth right in front of the glass, and I go, ah, legit cringe. Anyway. Username 159 suggested the terror dogs from Ghostbusters. Oh, uh, Urkelbot I... suggests uh, forgetting my locker combo or class schedule. <laughs> it's a very decent childhood fear. Yeah. Sarah Hydra suggests leaving my bedroom door open while I sleep in case a bear would wander inside. <laughs> a bi- that's a very specific one. I, I feel like you have to be living in a certain location to have that fear. Um, Place where bears wander freely is one of them. You know, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often here in California, considering our state animal. But hey, guess what? California Grizz is not really around anymore. Thanks, humans. Yeah, our, you're I'm welcome. So, I, I'm um, so I'm so saddened that I don't have I don't have bears coming into my house on a daily basis. I like bears. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I think the eel one in the pool lights is yeah really good. Pool light eels, I think, is going to be our so uh, so. But, Marky Stardust has our kind of winning suggestion here. I think. Uh, what about? But are we going to add the whole toilet thing, like uh, eels coming out of the toilet? I think I think it should evolve from eels in the pool lights, eels in the toilets, to like eels in the sink, eels in the in any body of water, just over an increasing amount of time. But, like, why would an eel live in a pool light? Like, I'm trying to think of that. Because goosebumps. <laughs> um, like, do, are they able to leave through the pool, like, through the pool lights, though? That is a very good question. Hmm. Hmm. Like, for this story, of course, it's like, I think it should involve, like, a 12-year-old that, or uh, it's like, we just moved and we got a pool that, and it has a pool. Or something yep, like that's, that. That's very much like a very basic setup that would work for this. There's a there's an empty, leaf-choked, abandoned pool in the back of this house that they got. Yeah. Turns out the pool is also connected to the plumbing. Somehow, like it's an old archaic pool. Like they bought like a, like maybe the dad, because of negligent parents, is like a, uh, is one of those parents that's like a, oh, I got this place because it's a fixer-upper and then spends all his time doing a 90s dad shit, which is like, badly trying to prepare everything and somehow he ends up letting the pool, the eels that are hiding in what's left of the pool into the rest of the house's water system. I like it. Yeah, that sounds good. So That's the simple premise. So like they jump in the pool and then um they think they see an eel and they're like no, it's just a dirty pool or something like that. They think they turn the pool it's, lights it's, on it's and they got, it's got it's got to be monster eels though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely monster eels. How about one of the twist things that gets revealed is like something that you you know completely makes sense. Like 
turns out the person who owned the house before them in like the 1920s or 30s was like a either an eccentric scientist or a world traveler who brought some like exotic animals back from like the darkest Amazon or something like some bullshit like that. I'm I'm down I'm down for that. That works. Okay, so eccentric. Uh, then you could have all kinds of weird gags about like when they go in the house. There's like leftover taxidermied animal heads and like hunting trophies and shit. Yeah, really, really play up how much of a like world traveler pith helmet guy this person was. That's perfect. All right. Ooh. Okay. For the Jacob's ladder moment, what if the like early on you think that the kid like the kid jumps into the pool thinks they're like drowning or like they're caught or something, but then they, and then they pop out of the pool and that's when all like weird shit happens. And, they, and it's like, did that kid die in the pool? Is that what happened? And he's just imagining all this. <laughs> it jumps in the pool. Turns out the pool has no water in it. <laughs> we haven't filled the pool yet. Wakes up from the dream. Something of that need. I, they're just, I think there has to be a Jacob's ladder moment though. Yeah. No, that works for me. That's a good one. No, that's yeah. very good. Um, so the main, so we need a title, we need a cover image, and we need the stupid quote. We I, have a basic sense of what the story is, and that's not the important part. The important part is the three bits on the cover. By the way, what's a twist at the end? Like, there, I feel like there should be a stupid twist at the end. There's always a stupid twist. The twist is, oh, actually, that's a, with everything we built up so far, what, what's a good, dumb twist for this? Or maybe even a satisfying twist with the monster eels. Um... That there, uh, that there's a bigger predator in the house that the monster eels are like food for. Oh, that's good. Ooh. Holy shit! So, in dealing with the monster eels, you've gotten rid of their the that thing's prey, and then that thing, whatever that is, is going to show up. Yep. A, you know, they could find like the old guy's journal, and they read through it. They, they could find they could find like a secret room. He can have, like, a secret room in the house that has, like, all the journals of his journeys and, like, diagrams and taxidermy, like, crazy-ass monsters. Oh, man. That's great. You know, extra props if there's something that looks suspicious is, like, the Gill Man. But it's a, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, a non-IP version of the Gill Man. Yes. In this, in this case, would it be one kid there's, or, like... There's, there's monster blood in the room, but we don't get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I think there have to be two siblings. It has to be at least two kids because one of the kids has to be annoying and an annoying yes. younger sibling. Yeah. Or a snooty older sibling. Uh, well, let's go with annoying younger sibling. So, like, one's, like, 12, the other's, like, 9 or 10. The kind that's like, oh, man, my little brother's such a butthead. He's always trying to scare me. You know, like that. Yes. <laughs> uh, Perfect. <laughs> and holy shit, we got a story. Um, oh my god! And oh wait, wait, wait. What's the what's the most blandest '90s kids' names you can come up with for these children? Blake, uh, Brent, Brent. <laughs> I swear to God, there is a Goosebumps book where there's a kid named Brent. Jordan, <laughs> Brent, and Jordan. That is pretty '90s as fuck. I was actually Brent gonna make and Jordan and and their. Um... Magical eel adventures. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, you know what? Just to add a little nod to, um, to uh, coffee and pie. I think the, uh, I think the eccentric explorer should be named Muldoon. Okay. <laughs> yes. Just a little nod to uh, a certain story that was told on the campfire stories episode. We'll call him that Muldoon. Is, that is good. That is a good one. <laughs> um, 
I mean, the episode is terrible, but that that is a good story. <laughs> we just, oh we yeah. No, I mean, um, it, it, it feels very goose. Uh, I mean, yeah. And like, I, I actually feel like, or wait, you're saying the the coffee and pie episode was terrible or this episode? Oh yeah, no, the coffee terrible. and pie episode was real. <laughs> I liked listening to it. It so was a lot of fun. There's some- uh, uh, so. I was sad every time DeMarcus died. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a story really quick out of this, didn't Holy we? Holy shit. This is a really bad... Yeah. You could see the production value of this episode just take an absolute nosedive in the TV show adaptation. Um, so... The CGI... Do we want to come, come up with a title next? Oh, as yeah. Far as, yeah, yeah. As far as the cover goes, I think I'm already sold on, like, an eel springing... A, a, a demon eel springing out of a toilet. That, yeah. yeah. The eel needs to look like a combination of, like, a moray eel, but, like, also have the patterns of, like, a spotted garden eel. Uh, I already have our cover quote. Oh, what is it? What is it? That's amore. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's so bad. I love it. <laughs> oh, is okay. it too smart? Though? No, that's great because there's a lot of those that'll go over. There's a few of those that'll probably go over people's heads. He's like calling all creeps. They sure are. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't think a- that was actually what it was, but but that, I like that. Um. And the cover's perfect. Uh, the title's good, the, the clincher, though. Yes. We have to have us a title. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, we already have it came... I, I don't want to do, like, it came from the pool. You know, like, something like that. <laughs> yeah. from the pool. Um, the how about, oh, how about the the lights in the pool? Ooh. See, that feels, more, that feels like high concept, though. It's a little... Uh, yeah. The, it also the, doesn't pair well with a picture of an eel jumping out of a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare in the Pipes. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I wonder, is there like a word that has a P in it that has... Um, our hmm? our plumbing nightmare. Our plumbing... Hey, there we go. I like that too. Our plumbing nightmare. Our plumbing nightmare. Oh yeah, because isn't there one just called... Because I was like, is there anything that has like R and I'm like, like with a O-U-R in the title? Or like something that's possessive? I don't know. Has the word like uh, I'm trying. Th- I don't think there's been an hour with there's been an hour in a, in a Goosebumps title before. There's like my hairiest there's, adventure. There's my oh, hairiest there's adventure. my hairiest adventure. Yeah. Why I'm afraid of bees. Okay, yeah. Okay, so there has been possessive. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Our plumbing. Okay, our we pl- got it. <laughs> that's good. Our plumbing nightmare, and it's and it's an, it's intri- It's a vague enough of a title that's intriguing. Seeing a weird demonic snake-looking thing coming out of a toilet is also <laughs> an intriguing image, and that's amore. <laughs> wow, this was this was uh, this one was like magic, y'all. That just flowed really quickly. Yeah, like the water in the toilet when you flush it without an eel in there. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I did not expect it to go this quickly. <laughs> You know, um, like I can see this. I can't too. I can visualize in my, in my brain. I can vis- I can visualize this like very easily. Wait, what's hey, ar- hey, artistically inclined fans of the show. Oh my gosh! Please, yes. if you could do, if you could do this, do it. I will. Mm. I want to see this. Fa- I want to see this mock-up cover. Wait, question: What color would you think the cover of the book would be? Like, you know how they all have like different colors. Like, what color comes to mind? You mean on? The, you mean around the outside of the, yeah. the book? For some reason, orange popped into my head, but that's me. Green, I thought green, green and orange. Green and orange. I was thinking purple, but green and orange. Those were. are 
Those, that's actually Halloween colors. Let's purple and orange. Purple, purple and orange could be good. That's a yeah. that's a really putrid combination. Yeah. So. Yeah. Would the letters be orange, or would the would the color be orange? Like, which which would be which? Um, what would look better? Orange with purple letters, or purple, purple with orange purple, letters? Pur- purple base, orange dressing. Yeah, I was gonna say the same because um, uh, uh, purple is a um, is a cool color. You put you know, um, orange pops. That's one that of that makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. Oh man, this. Mm. This is more of a challenge now to the to the artists out there. Yes. Make the cover for this fictional book and we will be I will space. also another challenge write the summary on the back like that. Yes. Oh. Cuz remember there's the one at the there actually is uh let's not forget there's actually two uh two um title or like subtitles or whatever the hell they're called um because there's one at the front but then there's also another one at the back oh we need to okay we need to come up with that one then too dig this crazy mixed up plumbing (laughs) (laughs) dig this crazy mixed (laughs) you know it actually would be that's just like smart and bad enough it works (laughs) that's a I'm sorry, but that is a line from This Island Earth. <gasps> that's right. I feel stupid now. Oh, that's such a good... Mm. That's a deep cut. That's a really deep cut. Oh, I haven't watched that one in a while. Is R.L. Stein an MST3K fan? It wouldn't surprise me. I would hope so. It's hard to say. I know uh, I know he's a big fan of Disneyland. Um, so I think has the Horrorland attraction, Horrorland Funhouse, and the Goosebumps show for a bit at Disney Parks. Yeah. Was it Hollywood Studios? It was Hollywood Studios, yeah. Yeah. Wow. The whole thing exists on YouTube now. It's insane. It's bonkers. I love it. Um, okay. Uh, what about... Uh, uh, I want to see what... Because usually the one on the back is usually an, an even worst. A really bad pipe dream. <laughs> Oh, that's bad. That's good. It's bad in a good way. A really <laughs> bad pipe dream. Because they're always punny. <laughs> a really bad pipe dream with an exclamation point on it. It's got to be an exclamation point on it. Don't they all have exclamation points? Yes, I think they do. Yeah. You can't snake this drain. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, I think, uh, who would be the eldest, Brent or Jordan? Like, who'd be the 12-year-old kid? I, I think I think Brent is our hero. Okay. Yeah, it's gotta be Brent. And then Jordan's the annoying 9 or 10-year-old younger brother. He's gotta be, like, a year or two younger, but somehow be, like, super obnoxious as if he's, like, four or five years younger, because well, that's always that, how it is. Yeah, but wasn't that the case, like, in the Horror Camp Jelly Jam? Like, they're only a year apart, and the brother was uh, a lot more annoying. Yeah, because that's just how... R.L. Stein writes siblings in these books. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, boss, what do you think? Is another another creepy cooking staff in the can? Yeah. And thank right. you for acknowledging me as host of this show. I feel like we're making some progress here. S- slowly but surely. I promise next time uh, I won't forget that we're actually recording that uh, creepy cooking staff and not just a regular UCA I was all prepared to talk about this, this story I found that was all about like a haunted F-Zero cartridge, but you know, we Wait. can do that another time. Wait, what? Yeah, you know, that's why I brought up Octoman's theme. Hey, future David. 
Thank you. Uh, so, but hey, I'm play sorry. six underground. Oh, I don't know if they mesh really well together, but uh, Future David is now trying his best to make the mesh. Again. All right. Uh, well, valiant effort, Future David. Hey, uh, also throw in the goosebumps. Ha! Or 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 or. Hey, uh, so so what's on the what's on the horizon for for us, gang? What's what's coming? Uh, well. The Boo Olympics is still ongoing. Yes. I think at this point we should have the the uh, video out for our cooking challenges. That's right. Our first challenge for July was a was a cooking challenge. Yep. That's right. I did my cooking from three to five a.m. and while drunk. Did you was the was it a good experience? Uh, it was great. Awesome. We did it just in the afternoon one day, and we're like, okay, let's do it, and we did it. Nothing too exciting. <laughs> it was fun to do. Uh, go check out that video if it's out already and uh, vote. Vote. Um, and uh, There will be more challenges ongoing. In August, we're going to be working on our Halloween costumes. In September, we've got a uh, creepy cooking staff themed writing challenge. Yes. And in October, uh, it's back to our classic pumpkin carving challenge. But now yeah. we're, we're all taking And if I win, I get to kiss David right on the mouth. Yes, I accept this. Wait, what? <laughs> There's CDC guidelines about that. Uh, we'll, we'll get tested beforehand. Oh, okay. Then that's fine. Yes. The, again, as long as we're all good. This is this will happen during a time when um, all is well. It's kind of like when I finally get my um, my prize for uh, winning the <laughs> competition for the shitty. <laughs> <laughs> shitty writing competition. <laughs> Did we ever formally talk about that on the podcast that one of these one of these days? Yeah. One, I, of, one of these days the world will be all right. Kayla will have a copy of Shaq Boo for the Sega Genesis and I will kiss her husband right on the mouth. <laughs> hey, for the normal parts of UCA when we're we're not doing creepy cookie staff segments and we read people's stories and analyze them, you can send submit your work to midnightmarinera at gmail.com via email and we will read them. And we will talk about them, and we might make fun of them, or we might praise them. It just depends. It doesn't matter. We don't make fun of the authors. We just make fun of the stories sometimes. Sometimes, most of the time, they're pretty good. Yeah. Because generally, because we're not having to dig into giant vats of creepypasta anymore to get stuff. No, you said you, you supply us. You feed us. You make us grow strong. <laughs> Give us the good shit, daddy. <laughs> Also, we have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to hear Alan tell the story about the first time he ever got drunk and how that has something to do with Three Doors Down, uh, you can listen to that, too. That should be out in about a week after this podcast uh, releases. And, and uh, if I go crazy, will you still call me Superman? No, I won't. I'll call you Bizarro Superman. Okay. Also, uh, listen to our other stuff on uh, uh, Creative Horror, like Darkly Lit and uh, old episodes of The Witching Hour and Trick or Track. So. And Midnight Marinara. And Midnight Marinara. We're actually we got a new Midnight Marinara episode coming out in October. Woo! Just in time for its anniversary. Yay! So um, look out for that. Be there or be square. That was aggressive. I apologize. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>